everybody. You're very welcome to the Open Training College podcast series. This short podcast is an excerpt from the Supported Individualized Living and Alternative Services module podcast. And in this podcast, Vincent talks to Nolene about employment opportunities for people with disabilities. Man in particular had learned the right? So we had to look at what we're going to do to replace the firm. And the first thing would be, well, as anybody will know, if you have experience of trying to get work opportunities for people with disabilities, it is probably one of the most difficult things to do. Mm. Even in an environment where there's almost full employment, mm. it's very difficult. So the other option is you make your own employment. Mm. So the man we have in mind for it, he just wanted something where he could kind of sit down, do a very simple task, and he needed to have meaning for him, but it also had to involve a certain amount of criteria. Oh. Our objective would be that it have community involvement. Mm-hmm. It would have a meaningful work for the person doing it. Oh. It would give a gain, mm. as in a financial gain, mm. because we all work for money. And it would I suppose be a part of his program as well, like you know. So we came up with a very simple thing. He actually came up with he almost came up with it himself. Oh. So we got ourselves this my this may sound very simple, but the last days we got ourselves a shredding machine. A shredding machine. A shredding machine. Okay. Right? We set it up in the office for him to try it out. Yeah. So we had to get a supply mm. of papers to shred. So we're down to the local bookie office. Bookie. Bookie office. Okay. Went in. They supplied him with all of the newspapers and all of the things that up every day. Yeah. He came back. He collected that. Sat down. He shredded his bag of material. Mm-hmm. Then we found a guy who keeps greyhounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he needs to have bedding for the greyhounds. Okay. Ah. So you're supplying so, the paper. So okay. he's a blind paper. Okay. okay. And, this, and he has the community involvement of going down to the bookie office. He had to arrange it. They now leave it aside for him. He brings it back. He shreds it. The guy with the greyhounds is about 15 miles away. So he goes there once a week. He mm. hands over his four or five bags of shredded paper. Mm. And the man pays him two or three euro per bag. Fantastic. It's a simple idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's what, it's what actually suited him. And Vincent, did you yeah. try other things beforehand with him? We would have, and again, it's um, it's about it's about what suits the individual. We tried things like we tried to get him into an office, for example. We thought, okay. you know, this guy would be good at administration. We tried to get him into an office to do some um, maybe some paperwork in the office. And um, found it very difficult to find anyone that's going to take that on outside the organization. Mm. Um, other men we tried indoor work with one one other gentleman we tried a lot of indoor work with him because that's what he's traditionally doing. Mm. And it took us a year to figure out this guy is actually an outdoor man. Okay. okay. He's not an indoor individual at all. And how did you find that out? How did that become? We found it out the hard way. <laughs> We were almost kind of forcing things on him. Yeah. We were putting him sitting down and making things, and he's doing the traditional stuff because that's what he was used to doing. Yeah. 
he was doing the art classes he was doing ceramics he was doing painting he was doing uh trying to put things together because this is what he always did yeah. and it was kind of the the garden that really opened that idea up for us mm-hmm. we had access to a, a piece of ground and we got him out in the fresh air got him out in an outdoor space and literally handed the guy a shovel mm-hmm. and discovered this is where this man wants to be mm-hmm. you know um so it took, people, a, it took a while to find that out then it takes a while and you have to try different things with people and you'll very quickly know if somebody if it's doing somebody or not you know? okay. um now that man like the garden project then developed into something much bigger okay uh, it turned into a it's almost like a community garden now mm-hmm. and up to the lockdown which is unfortunate this year last year we had it kind of 80 percent there so we have a series of raised beds mm-hmm. built and the men themselves built it with a lot of support from one of the guys on the team yeah. and we focused on producing herbs okay it's in the middle of the town mm. so last year was our first year to kind of get into it right and we one morning a week that garden is open to the public okay so the public come in they buy their fresh herbs they it's kind of a cut and grow or a good and go whatever you call it mm. we have a lot of stuff potted and that was just starting to build momentum. And then COVID happens, yeah. Over came and the garden has been put on hold. And we now have just converted the garden into a house garden for our own use. Um, but that ticked a lot of boxes as well, Noreen, no? In the oh, sense of community involvement, community participation. Um, and the role of this man in particular was to maintain the garden. Okay. So when a customer comes into the garden, the staff stand back. And let him deal with the customer. And he had to learn all these new skills as well. He had to learn how to be appropriate. He had to learn what worked. And going back to years of being institutionalized, I mean, the skills he had developed in an institution worked well in an institution. You know, but they did not work in the community. And we, had, we got a few sharp lessons in that too. Yeah, yeah. He had to relearn what worked in the community, particularly when you meet people and greet people. And we did a lot of role play with him in that. Yeah. And we, he had to learn, you know, that how to hold his line in a queue going into a shop. Yeah. How to ask for something in, in an acceptable way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all you really want is somebody just to be the same as everybody else yeah. you don't want them to stand out for any reason yeah. Yeah. so he had a lot of learning to do and in fairness to the guy he has probably the guy that has improved the most okay, you know, okay. Was, um, physically yeah. mentally intellectually yeah. physically the man has lost five stone weight yeah. over five years yeah. You know, and he, he's the man that goes up to his sister. And the one comment the sister made to me last year was, which I thought was quite striking. She said, well, now he comes to visit, mm. you know, it's something to talk about. Yeah, 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 because he has a life. He has a life. Yeah. You know, talked about things. Yeah, yeah. Before that, he had nothing to say. So enjoy yourself. And it's amazing to watch his interaction with his family. He would have lost touch with his, many of most of his family. Yeah. And last summer, himself and one of the other men and two of the support workers went to London 
for a, just for a trip. Yeah. Time over the country. Other than I think they all went to Lourdes or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but he met his brother in London. Yeah. He hadn't seen him for twelve years. Really? Yeah. And his brother was really taken back by yeah. the change in the man, you know. And yeah, it's yeah. left his brother went back and they had a few pints in a pub. Yeah. And his second brother that he hadn't seen for quite some time yeah. just called around to visit him uh, about three weeks ago for the first time in years. Great. Yeah, great, yeah. And he came he came around to visit him as a result of a conversation his brother in London had with him. Because once he met him in London, the two brothers started talking. Yeah. And said, My God, said they, they couldn't believe the change in him. And they felt there was a guilt there that they had kind of abandoned yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he is now reconnected with two of his family. <laughs>